This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Pat Boone, ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Yeah, you sound wide awake there, Pat. You're ready to go, baby. Pat, how long do you have? Now, how long do we have? Do we have? We, we have eight minutes. Yeah. Oh, we do have the yeah. full eight minutes. I wanted to make sure that. Uh, you know, ever since I saw your name on on the list, I've been sitting here singing April Love. So thanks a lot for that, Pat. Uh, boy, it, is it like this? April Love is what? for the very young. Sort of like that. No, it wasn't anywhere near that good when I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat Boone. His new album is called Grits, kicking off 70th anniversary in show business with Grits and a major country vinyl project to follow with legacy artists in August, raised in Nashville. I, I did not know that. Raised in Nashville, youngest host on in, uh, on network TV. Oh, boy. I didn't know I'm that. One of the few entertainers that actually grew up in Nashville. Dinah Shore and I, I think, are the only ones. I love but that. yeah, I'm a homeboy and a grits eater from way back. You know, Pat, i got to be honest with you. When I, I was a little boy growing up, uh, and, and you would come on the radio back then, and my mother and my sisters, I have two older sisters, and I had to hear pretty much every other day about how wonderful you were. I just want to point that out. <laughs> well, you know, that keeps coming back to me, and it absolutely <laughs> thrills my soul because I was just a young kid not hardly knowing what in the heck was going on. And I was recording these rhythm and blues songs and, and not imitating Little Richard or Fats Domino, but trying right. to capture the excitement. But then I went on to do love ballads and movie themes and, like you said, April Love and Love Letters in the Sand. And it just kept going for over four years without ever being off a chart. I was on all the charts for four and a half years. That's a record I hold in the record business, which hardly anybody knows. Elton John came close, closer uh, closest uh, with 157 weeks, I think it was. But, you know, when Elvis followed me just uh, six months after my first hit record, um, he, three years later, he went to the Army. He wasn't recording anymore. Yeah. And in the, 60, in the 60s, and after about three years, the Beatles just started putting out albums. And so I kept on with my hit singles for uh, almost four and a half years. That first time when I picked up a billboard or a cash box magazine and didn't find one of my records there, I almost got the bins. I thought, wait a minute, what's happened? <laughs> I mean, it was so it was so incredible. It was miraculous. In fact, I think it was a God thing. It really was. I got to tell you, honest to God, Pat, or Mr. Boone. What, y'all can be called Mr. Boone or Pat. You called me Pat, please. I will call you Pat, definitely. You did a lot for what was then called race music back in the day, and people don't, yeah. don't even know that. But when you released Tutti Fruity, that introduced a lot of people to rhythm and blues music. It sure did. In fact, Little Richard, uh, yeah, Little Richard and Fats, they both have on tape, I have the tapes of them saying, you know, we made more money from Pat Boone's versions of our songs than from our own. <laughs> because particularly, particularly in Fats' case, he wrote the song, Ain't That a Shame, and uh, and published it, and he got something like an eight percent royalty for every one of my records. I was only getting three percent. Oh, <laughs> and Ooh, and they were crossing over into pop music, and and then I would have them on my TV shows, and sing with them, and so 
you know, there was a symbiotic relationship that was good for them, and their music was good for me. Oh, there's no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Pat Boone, our very special guest, singer, actor, composer. He was a successful pop singer in the United States during the 1950s and early 1960s. Sold more than 45 million records, 38 top 40 hits, appeared in more than 12 Hollywood films. And now, of course, Pat Boone with us to talk about Grits, the new album. And by the way, some of the names on this album, I love it, Pat. Great choices. Well, the album, yes, it's a whole bunch of... uh... Of, of amazing country classics that I think, I think, Tom, we may be in position to have a country album of the year because there's never been an album with 25 hits on them by one artist. However, it was me recording songs that were Hank Williams songs and Eddie Arnold songs and George Jones songs, Tennessee Waltz, Patty Page. But my versions of all those songs recorded through the years, we put together this album of 25 of the country songs everybody wants. Mm-hmm. They like country music. And it's me recording all of them, but then Grits is right in the middle. And uh, and, and I think it's, it's going to be 26. I think it's going to be, from all indications, it's getting huge re- re- downloads and streams on Spotify and so on, with, you know, the way that you market records now. And uh, it looks looks like it's going to be a big hit. We're going to be going to Nashville next week to make two videos with some of the people that are on the record, including Roger Miller's son Dean. Oh yeah, who told me he thought he thought his dad could have written this song "Grits, Grits, Grits," bestest food there is. Country <laughs> caviar. The, the, the definition that came to me of grits: country caviar, Tennessee foie gras. I mean, rhyming with those elite foods, uh, uh, and, and just you know, in that country, country lick song, and it looks like it's taken off. I think it's a wonderful thing, Pat. I do have to tell you that um, my mother would be overjoyed what you just did. My mother was a huge fan of yours. Uh, she's not been with us for about 15 years now, but I guarantee you, if there is a heaven, my mother's in heaven going, did you hear that? Pat Boone just called my son by his first name. She'd be very excited about that. Let me guarantee you there is a heaven. I know my wife is there. Oh, that's wonderful. Red Foley's daughter, the country legend. Sure. I married his daughter, and uh, she's there waiting for me in a mansion uh, made for us, and I bet your mom may be in the same neighborhood. <laughs> She's probably knocking on the door right now, Pat. As a matter of I'll fact. bet you they're already having tea, yeah. <laughs> what a great thrill to I hope they have grits in heaven. I will go, oh, God, they better have grits in heaven, little buttered grits. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's that's yeah. what it's all about. Pat, thank you so much for being with us this morning. And I'm telling you, honest to God, when I was a little boy, my mother you heard Pat Boone all the time. She loved your TV shows, listened to music. So I have been a big fan since I was about four years old, brother. So I'll continue to be a huge fan. Thank you. Well, dude, please do. And, uh, and happy grits. <laughs> happy grits to you, Mr. Boone. Thank you. Have a good day, sir. Yeah. God, I'm, I'm not kidding you. You guys, I mean, it's a different generation. Yeah. 
But my mother thought Pat Boone, oh, he's a very handsome man, too. Was That's the, the other end part. all oh. and beyond. Pat Boone and Elvis Presley. Oh, that's so cool. What a cool interview. That was great. Pat, was, Pat Boone called you dude. I know. He called How me dude. How great is that? That's what I'm talking about. That's why I love this job. It was so, that was such a sweet interview. My mother's at his wife's house. They're hanging out. She hears uh, Pat Boone calling me Tom. So she's all excited. And then we move on with the other great stuff. I mean, it's just. I do. That's one thing. I love this job because that very thing, because you meet people you would never have had a chance to meet. Because I've never talked to Pat Boone before. Yeah. You would think I would have over the years, Mm -hmm. you know, being in the business, but I've never talked to him before. I had heard, though, what a nice man he is. He seems so sweet. He really does. Yeah, when I was, we were trying to get him on the phone right away. Right. And I said, he got on the phone. I, you know, they said, hey, here's Pat. And I said, oh, Mr. Boone, how are you? And he said, I'm good. How are you? And I said, well, I'm, I'm Rudy. I'm the producer of the show. We'll bring you up here in about 30 seconds. And he goes, great. I'll take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. What is that? He's in some kind of medication commercial right now. What You see him on TV a lot. I don't, mm, know. I don't know. What the hell is it? It's, what is the... I can't remember. It's like, I keep thinking grease relief, but that's a spray thing on your stove, isn't it? Grease release? Maybe it's something relief. Relief yeah, factor. Yeah, you're right. Uh, pain relief, something or another, just popped up. Pain relief. The relief factor, I think, is what Break it's called. Break free from the everyday aches and pain relief factor is 100% drug-free. See? Yeah. Pat Boone, not a drug dealer. Relief factor. <laughs> it is relief factor. Okay. Very, very good. No, seriously, the, for a lot of people, I'm sure there are people out listening right now who've never even heard of Pat Boone because I was like my mother's generation. Um, but he was in my life from the time I can, as far as back as I can remember, t- two years old. Yeah. Pat Boone was singing in the house, I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. He and Elvis Presley, and then the, the country stuff. My mother thought Hank Williams was like the greatest thing ever born. I mean, that's a huge impact on your life. I mean, oh, that name, yeah. yeah. And like the fact that your mom loved them and that you just casually on a Friday get to talk to them. It's just so cool. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I meant by this. I love this job for many, many, many different reasons, but that's one. What a thrill to talk to Pat Boone. Like I said, maybe most of our listeners don't even know who he is. Because it's been that long ago, but when you grow up with the man singing in your house, you're going to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the name transcends, because when I, I saw his so, name yeah. come across the emails, I was like, ooh, we got to get Pat Boone. Got to get Pat Yeah, Boone. absolutely. Well, I'm glad you pointed that out, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're quite a bit younger than I am, and, and I was a baby hearing him, so, um, yeah, it's great to hear that you, mm-hmm. knew, that, that you knew him. Hell of a nice man, I thought. I was very, very impressed with him. Right? Yeah. It was perfect. Perfect. It was. It was fun to hear him, I and you guys were, were perfect. You guys were sweet together. It was a great interview. You know, I, and again, once again, we don't have a whole lot of a hole interviews on this show so no. far. No, I don't think anybody's been a jackass yet, have they? No. Not that I can remember, anyway. No, I it, th- yeah, we've had a great run. We have such fun people on the show. It's just a different vibe. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that one. No question. We were just going through some of the five random facts for Friday. Uh, while you were on the phone with Pat Boone, um, Emmanuel Macron in Chinese translates to horse overcomes dragon. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously it's common knowledge, yeah, sure, but true. you know, I mean, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you told the masses because yeah, they might yeah. not know, but. Um, Britney Spears is an anagram for what religion? Her name is an anagram 
for a religion. You know what it is? Mm. I could never guess what oh, this okay, is. Okay, then no, I won't guess if you weren't. Any idea? Oh, so BCN? I'm not sure. Britney Spears is an anagram for Presbyterians. Oh, I would have never guessed <laughs> oh, that. No, no way. Would you guess that? And no that's, way. That's her actual name. Yeah, I would have said Baptist. Britney Spears Brit- Baptist. Ba- yeah. Close. Moving things around. Yeah. 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 She's not Presbyterian, though. She was raised Baptist, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dabbled in Kab- uh, Kabbalah as an adult. Kabbalah is that, uh, what the hell's her name? That fraud. Madonna? Madonna, yeah. Mm. She was involved in that, too, wasn't she? I think so. What is Kabbalah? Does anybody know? I have know? no idea. Mm. Got no show. Sounds expensive. It's, yeah, it sounds like a <laughs> Middle Eastern version of Scientology. Right? Yeah, I think that might be right. I think you're right about that. A Jewish Kabbalah is a set of esoteric teachings meant to explain the relationship between the unchanging eternal God. If you've never met him, how would you know? That's a great question. I've never understood that. I know what God's all about. Well, how do you? You talk to him? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying there's not a God. I hope there is a God. I don't know if there is or not. I hope yeah. there is. But, but you know what God thinks, do you? Really? Get, they got to the bottom of it. You're welcome. So how does that happen that you know what God's thinking at this particular moment? I mean, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I saw a guy in Disney with a shirt on that said, I found God. He was hiding behind the couch. Now, see? There you go. Mm-hmm. Good place to find him right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the fourth president of the United States, James Madison, and the 12th president, Zachary Taylor, were second cousins. That makes them closer than Teddy Roosevelt and Franklin Roosevelt, who were fifth. Oh, I didn't know Teddy was his fifth cousin. Hmm. That's impressive. That. You got, like, presidency in your blood. Yeah, how many you got? Uh, I got to double check. I'm going to double check today yeah, and you see probably how should. many I have. Can you imagine any one of my brothers being president no. of the United States? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, could you imagine the clips they would play? Like, this is his brother. Oh, this is yeah. President Bernard and his brother, Tom. We found these clips. Oh, it would be hilarious. That would not go over well, would it? We have to take a break. We'll come right back with Chris Eggert. Now, Chris is calling in on the phone today, from what I understand. Is yes, that right? yeah. He's on okay, a road yes. trip. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Also, let's not forget Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy will be with us at the top of the hour about, uh, what is that, about 8.50, something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. Like I said, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert. The warmer weather is just around the corner. I promise if you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf, a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. And I was talking to Brittany about this. She's going to give them a call. i got to give them a call because we need work at both of our houses. So ProTurf, the phone's going to be ringing. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same routes, so they get to know your lawn and will customize a fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe, which is a great thing, and guaranteed for superior results. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis estimate at professionalturf.com. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. That's kind of what I'm talking about, you know, expanding that space, because there's a little dip or something that we don't use. Mm-hmm. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography and imaging software so you can see how it all will look in full color before the work even begins. ProTurf specializes in installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, rock and sod for your landscape designs, plus installation of concrete pavers and natural stone patios. You got fire pits. I love fire pits. Driveways, walkways, retaining walls, water features like ponds, streams. I'm trying to talk Catherine into doing that, putting a little... 
little waterfall oh, in the backyard. Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm trying to talk. She's not going for it so far, but I'll let ProTurf go. Catherine, wake up. That would be so awesome. It would be wonderful. Uh, water features like ponds, streams, and rock fountains, and more. Check out their work at professionalturf.com. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Point out to uh, my buddy Brittany in here that uh, it's so amazing. You look down the clock and the show's half over already. It seems like it just started. Don't call me your buddy. Okay, pain in the ass, Brittany, <laughs> was, was in the in the room. I was tapping into you. Don't call us friends. Don't call me your friend. <laughs> Cut it out. Uh, is Chris ready to go? Mm-hmm. He is. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Chris Eggert with us. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Magnificent. So what, what are you, in jail or what happened? Uh, I'm in the mobile news gathering unit right now. Mobile news gathering unit. What, so what, what are you gathering? <laughs> I'm gathering nothing. I'm gathering miles between here and Milwaukee. <laughs> Wait, why are you going to Milwaukee? I love Milwaukee. Uh, daughter's got a basketball tournament this weekend, and oh. uh, they, start, they start playing this afternoon. So we're, she's skipping school, I'm skipping work, and uh, we're taking a little road trip. Telling you again, Chris, and I'm very serious. When you get to Milwaukee, go to the Performing Arts Center an arts performing center. One is a uh, like a classical dance outfit, and the other one's a strip club. Oh, uh, I, I would be into well, both of those things. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. That's true. I don't know if it's still around. It might not even be around, but when I spent a lot of time in Milwaukee, uh, arts performing center. Instead of the performing arts, it was arts performing center, and it was a strip club. It's like very clever, very clever. Yeah, there are no dummies over there, that's for sure. 
Indeed. So, so you know what's so great to hear taking uh, taking a day off from work to head out and support your daughter, man. We need more of that in the world now. I love supporting my family, my my kids, my grandkids, all the rest of it. Don't, I, don't you love that supporting your family? Yeah, I I'll be honest with you. the The sports thing is it's a lot of work. You're traveling all, but I wouldn't change one bit of it. Right. The time you get behind the windshield with the kids is uh it's man it, it's priceless time and she's practicing driving too so uh she's gonna log all kinds of hours on the way over there too so i'm looking forward to that well you know the thing and we've talked about this before whether it's rudy or Brittany or me or whatever now rudy and i deal pretty well with it uh i know that Brittany's trying to get rid of her baby already because she's sick of being a mother yeah but- that's it <laughs> That's it. I'm isn't a monster. It the, isn't it the greatest having it's a baby? It's the best. Oh my god, that's all like when we were in Florida, that's all I did was take pictures of her and baby. like Oh god, I'm just obsessed with her. I, it's so fun that you're going to Milwaukee for your daughter. How yep. fun is that? Yep. Yeah, the only bummer is I think we're staying out in the suburbs and our games are like downtown, which makes which makes zero sense to me. Boom. Um so I'm guessing we're going to be Spending a lot of time in the car, which is super annoying, but I'm, whatever. It'll be fine. God, I was trying to think of some restaurants to recommend to you, but it's been a long time since I've probably not been in Milwaukee in, I guess, 20 years. I bet you it's been. I don't know if I – I think I might have told you this story before, but I, I interviewed for a job in Milwaukee, I suppose, it's been probably 15, 20 years ago now. And uh, oh, it's, it's probably 20 years ago now. And I thought it was so cool because – they were still smoking in restaurants when I was there for the job interview. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible! <laughs> that is terrible. I was, like, I was in this place with wood paneling, and you know, lots of guys with mustaches who looked like Mike Ditka. Everyone smoking cigarettes, and I'm like, oh man, this is a great town. I want to live here, but uh, I didn't end up taking the job. But that's okay. I don't know if you know this or not, but three out of four doctors recommend a certain kind of cigarette. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> oh, yes. What kind is that? Got to remember. Who did? Was it Cam? It wasn't Camels. Maybe it was Winston. Winston. Was it yeah. Winston? Yeah. And then uh, right after that is when the Flintstones came out with oh, their right. their commercials for the for Winston cigarettes. As they should, right? <laughs> Bonnie, That's let's go out and have a heater. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. You know, my, Keith, right? my uncle's. My uncle used to run a a couple different smoke shops in Milwaukee. They're oh. called Edwards Smoke Shops. And I remember when I was I was eighteen. We weren't twenty one yet, but a, a bunch of uh, the boys and I took a road trip and we headed over to Milwaukee. And uh, we went to the smoke shop and bought a bunch of cigars because that's basically all we could do. We couldn't drink then legally. And um, man, do we have the most fun <laughs> enjoying my uncle's smoke shop in Milwaukee uh, without oh, yeah. alcohol because we weren't old enough and we would never drink. I was going to say he's uh, right next to it. He's right next to his daughter. He's <laughs> right next to his daughter and he's saying all the right things. She knows. She yep. knows. She's a smart one. Well behaved. Yes. Yep. You're trying to, you're trying to tell me you're well behaved. Is that what you just said? Absolutely. Always follow the rules, follow the laws. Uh, live a model life, Tom, just like you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There's no question about it. I have not committed a felony in a long time. And at least a week. At least a week. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, I, Does anybody go 
Oh, go ahead, Tom. I just want to say very quickly, I'm very envious of your, your situation traveling to watch your daughter perform. Uh, it's just, it's a dream come true, man. Yeah, I, it's going to suck. Our guy graduates this year, and we're not going to have this as much. And yeah. uh, But I'm, uh, I'm here for every minute of it. So is anybody going to the, any of the games tonight? Uh, I was supposed to go to the hockey game tonight, but it turns out I cannot do that. The Twins game, it would be too cold for me to be outside when it's 40 degrees. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, was, I was supposed to go see the Wild tonight, but I'm, I'm, now I can't do it because I made prior commitments I for, had forgotten about. But uh, And you were going to go to the Timberwolves game, but they didn't pay you enough. Exactly. You'd have to come up with a huge <laughs> check for that one. Are you, are you a Timberwolves hater, Tom? No, I just think all NBA players, except for about five, are the biggest pricks I've ever met in my life. God, they're arrogant. It's amazing. Well, it's such a different vibe because it's such a small team, right? Like a football team has 60 different guys on it, probably even more than that. A basketball team is such a, it's a smaller squad. And most of these guys have been treated like gods, even starting in high school, right? So... Yeah, I definitely get it. It's a whole different vibe, that's for sure. It is. I I did. I I still do love college basketball. I like college basketball a lot. Uh, not right now with your Gophers because they're horrendous. But uh, they yeah. they got to make a move there. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, well, I think the I think the girls' program is pretty excited about the coach that they hired too. A uh, gal who used to be at the University of South Dakota and mm-hmm. had a, a very very um, good reputation, and um, she's already recruiting people uh, all over the Midwest. And so, I mean, she got she got here and got to the, you know, hit the ground running. So I think the girls' program is definitely going to see a boost from her, from what I can tell, because she knows all the kids and she knows how to recruit here. And you know, I think, you know, Lindsay was a great player and and probably a good coach, but I. From what I've read, she was behind the eight ball on the recruiting piece a little bit because that's that's something she just wasn't accustomed to doing, and that's that's a huge part of it. You know, I used to live in Golden Valley. She was my neighbor, but I never even saw her, much less met her. Yeah, I never heard a bad thing about her. No, um, no, nope. I've, I've never met her. I mean, I know she's a she seems like a pretty plain spoken Minnesota person, and mm-hmm. you know, she never. That never came across as pretentious, just a really hard-working person. And um, yeah, it's a bummer the way things kind of played out for her there, given her, you know, such a such a great reputation in the state and, and such a winning, you know, she just she won. That's all she did was win. Unfortunately, she couldn't do it as a coach. But Indeed. You know, going, looking back at that neighborhood now that I had uh, Lindsay Whalen was in the neighborhood, Skip Humphrey. Uh, Al Jefferson, who, by the way, was a nice guy, played in the NBA. I didn't really know him, talked to him a couple of times, very, very pleasant guy. Yeah. And then one of your news anchors from number five, a female news anchor, lived in that neighborhood, too. Well, that would be Leah McClain, I would you guess, You got right? it. That's exactly who it is. Yep. She's very pleasant, too. I mean, yeah, none of them would hang pleasant. out with me, don't get me wrong, but... I'll stop. They're just waiting for the invite, man. Trust me, I'm waiting for that invite, too. All right. Oh, you are? Okay. Well, we are going yep. to, and I want you, I definitely want you to come to this and bring, bring your wife or whomever you'd like. Uh, but uh, we, in the summertime or the spring, late spring and early summer, my neighbors and I, there's about anywhere from 10 to 15 of us that get together. 
We open some wine for them. They sit around in schmooze. We laugh and joke, have a great time. And I want to have a uh, Tom Bernard show kind of cast, meeting all the neighbors. And I'd love you to come to that. That'd be wonderful. Oh, fun. I'm in. I'm in. And I, I texted you last night. I got a couple new people on the, uh, on the podcast who uh, <laughs> I was at Ike's having a drink. I waiting saw to pick that. Up my daughter. Thank you. Um, I was trying to uh, wait to pick her up from track practice and got to chat with these couple of guys and we started talking about radio and whatnot. And they're like, well, you know, Tom's not in there, not on the air anymore. And I'm like, Oh yes, he is. And then they, they both were kind of phone illiterate. So I had to pull up the app store. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting there I pulling up the app store, downloading the podcast for them and getting them all set up. Well, so uh, that's, 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 nice, that's, yeah. that's, that's two. Yep. We got two. Yeah, you told me they're buddies at Jimmy Hayes, huh? Yeah, yep. Um, I think, well, I think they worked for Hayes. So what was the the way that it was explained to me? Oh, but, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice you um, do that. You know, because to tell you the truth, what would you guys guess, both of you here in studio, what do you think, maybe about 8% of the people know that this show even exists right now? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's fun to talk about it with people, and then I usually yeah. put their app on. I, I do what Chris does. I go, just give me your phone. Give me your phone. <laughs> and I put their app on the phone, mm-hmm. and it works out perfectly. Rudy, you're not answering? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just letting Chris... Uh, no, but yeah, that <laughs> happens a lot. It. Uh, in fact, last night I had to... Well, I, there was a guy at my show last night who was a big fan of the show. His name is Tim. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, he goes, uh, my buddy, I brought my buddy Rick with me. I was like, well, hey, man, give me that phone. I was like, he's like, do you listen? I was like, no. I was like, yeah, give me that phone. So I just grabbed it and downloaded, his, downloaded the app right to his phone. I was like, here you go, man. I bet I've done that 500 times over the last probably two and a half I months. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just don't. Yeah, I'm not even going to mess with it. Just go ahead and give me your phone. I'm not going to explain it. I will just bring it up. Here's the app. I'll put it. And I always move it to their home screen. Yeah, Wherever yeah. I see their social oh, media, I move it over right next to where their oh. Facebook and their Instagram is Good because move. those are the two that they go to the, the most. So, so look at this. It's all about placement. Mm-hmm. It's all about placement. True that. The look at what we did in the last week. Chris is out there. Rudy's out there. You're out there. I was flying in. Got four new listeners on the airplane. See? So that was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just get, yeah, because that's the number one thing with the show now is a lot of people still don't know that it's in place and all the rest of it. So we'll have to get out there and uh, keep doing what we're doing, man. Well, I know these guys saw the billboard, so they knew it was they knew it was a thing. But I mean, the one guy he just admitted he goes, "Ah, I don't know how to do these podcasts." And I kind of looked at him and I said, "Listen, it's not hard. Trust me." No, yeah. I think it's he, difficult. You know, it was just a mental block of like the idea of having to. Like it was some big ordeal to yeah. download the, the podcast, and then you know, fifteen seconds later, he's like, "Oh, well, that's no big deal." And I'm like, "Nope, not not a big deal at all." So, okay. Anyway, we're Chris. I have a present. Ahead, I have a present for you, and more importantly, your daughter, because she had to suffer through you going through an interview. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is for you and your daughter. We got a message on the app from Howard, and he gave me the address of a Krispy Kreme that's right outside of Milwaukee. It's, I looked at your route. It's exactly there. I'm going to send you the address. <laughs> I'll text you the address, and you just click on that, and you guys are going to stop yeah. at Krispy Kreme. It's not, I'm not going to pay for it, but I just feel like that is a gift that I will give yeah. you and her yep. uh, for her having to also be here while listening to you on air. 
do you want me to bring you Krispy Kreme on Monday? Is that what I'm hearing? No, 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 no. Yeah, baby. No, I just want you. I just feel like she's earned it. She has earned it. (laughs) You know, the the honesty is uh, I would probably be the one eating a Krispy Kreme. She's so super healthy now. I don't, I'm, I'm scared at how healthy she's become. Whatever that stuff is, acai, uh, it looks, you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? Yeah, I'll find her a nautical bowl on the way in. Yeah, yeah. She used to make fun of that, which is funny now. So now she's all healthy. And I'll just stuff my fat face with Krispy Kreme the whole way. I'm, I'm good with that. That sounds about right. I'm going to send you the address, and then, yeah, you guys will have to figure out something healthy for her. I actually might be able to come in in person on Monday because I'm <gasps> off Monday as well. Yes. So if, that, if that's, if that, Tom, will you be there? Where am I going to be again? In person on Monday. I am, absolutely. All right. Uh, yeah, I think Unless I can I come fired. in in person. Well, I, <laughs> you do have a, a day to, to really mess up. It could happen. I have yeah. a great history of getting fired, yeah. too, though. Well, that Pat Boone <laughs> interview afforded us about another month. So Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly right. No, that'd be wonderful. So are you coming in the studio on Monday? Yeah, yeah, because I'm off on the news on Monday because I'm assuming we're not going to get back from Milwaukee until probably pretty late on Sunday night. Right, so. right. Yeah. That'd be great uh, if to you'll have, have me, you. I'll come in. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question about it, man. I'm looking forward to it. So everything else is good. You're having a good time. You're with your fan. Now, how many people are in the car with you? It's just me and the daughter. So you and the daughter. We're, we're road tripping. Okay. Yeah, everyone else has school and work responsibilities. What's your daughter's name? Her name's Delaney. Delaney? Okay, would you hand Delaney yep. the phone? <laughs> yes. Okay, thank you. Hi, Delaney, you're on. You, that means you talk. Okay, she's, she's hearing... Delaney. She's She's ready. Delaney, how you doing? Good, how are you? Magnificent. I'm sorry you have to ride in a car with your father for hour after hour after hour. It must be really boring. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> Slog I'll make it. Delaney, good luck. And I saw you fired up. Is it a competition? Or what are you doing? Yeah, we have like a couple of games every day. And I don't know. I don't know. It kind of like depends on how we do like the first day when we like play the second day. Okay, so what position do you play? I'm like a forward. Oh, you are. So you got some of your dad's height, huh? What? You you got some of the height from your father? A little bit, not really. No, not really. Well, you're five. You're five nine. That's not what. Short. Well, yeah. That's... <laughs> Me and Delaney are almost the same height. Delaney could dunk on all of us here. Not that tall. I'm only nearly six feet tall. Delaney's towering over all of us. Oh my god! Oh, I could. You could wear me like a papoose, Delaney. You're huge. Like there's no way. Yeah, five girl. nine. Oh, I would kill to be five nine. So, Delaney. Just to close the deal out, I want you to walk out on the floor and turn to the crowd and say. Tom Bernard Morning Show. Just go get your app and listen to the show. Yeah, please. And then you can play the game. What yeah, yeah, please sponsor us, Delaney. We're sponsoring you. Yes. Can you, can you do that, Delaney? Okay, I will. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. And thanks for being so patient, having been raised by Chris Eggert. It had to take a lot of patience. Yep. <laughs> yep. Good luck. Right. I love that you did. 
I love that she didn't disagree with you. She's like, yep, it's your name. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you two, drive safely. All the luck in the world, Delaney. Bring home a winner, all right, pal? Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys on Monday. See you, Looking bye. forward to it, pal. Thanks a lot. I love that about kids. Eh, I guess I'll talk to you. She's trying not to sound bored. I know. <laughs> I love teenagers. I don't yeah, care what anyone can't. says. They're so funny. Well, they and when, are, if you can yeah. get them to smile, it's epic. I love teenagers. I'd have to agree with you. They're uh, pretty damn interesting. But once again, look at look at the commitment there. I, that is what I keep trying to tell people. Rudy, you're a great father. You All, all you ever do is to, he prays on your child. Uh, we got go-go now. Nothing but praise. I don't know why some people don't, like, for instance, like maybe three fathers in the room here or previously. Ooh, <laughs> right? I don't even want to get into that. No, huh? no, I mean, you're right. It is so heartbreaking yeah. when, you have, when you have kiddos and you go, why would anyone walk away from this? Why wouldn't you want to be with this kid every day that you could be? Exactly. I mean, there's some... Some rough times. I mean, there's some like, I mean, Gogo has been so sick lately, and it's oh, like, that's and that's when you rely so much on like me, my husband, and we have our neighbor Priscilla, like just going walking over there and interacting with other people. But like, man, just hearing her giggle, and Justin, all he does is send me videos when I'm gone, which I appreciate so much. Yeah. I just, I'm obsessed. I don't even know if I had, did I have hobbies before I had her? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did I have a personality? No. No. I'm here I, to tell you. <laughs> I'm here to tell you you didn't. I know I had less spit up on my clothes, but... Just like right now, you mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> and some of it's go-go's. Some of it's, some of it's go-go's. Some of it's this weird thing I'm coming up with, but no. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Yeah, how fun that they get to go here. Chris and Delaney headed to Milwaukee on their journey. But I will be honest with you, and we I, I, maybe I mentioned this to you guys before, maybe not. Because, like I said, we kind of all three went down the same road. But the first time, and it wasn't because he was a boy, just because he was the first baby born. Because we didn't know he was going to be a boy. We never found out in advance. We wanted to be surprised, mm-hmm. boy, girl, whatever. Yeah. It was going to work out either way. It turned out to be Andy. Yeah. And I remember they handed me Andy in the delivery room. Yeah. And I held on and went, why didn't my dad ever feel this? Right. Do you ever think about that? Why didn't my dad, when he was holding me, go, oh, my God, what a what a phenomenal moment? And it's funny. I think you re- think about the your own, you know, like you think about yourself, like your own sex, right? Like I thought about my mom immediately mm-hmm. after having go-go. Oh, sure. And yeah. uh, it was during um, COVID protocol, so we couldn't have anybody in the hospital. But um, go-go had to be in there a couple days longer because of her blood sugar. And so my mom... And husband switched out one night, oh, okay. and my mom came in and watching. I, you, I remember because it was so vivid. You told me that seeing your parents hold your baby is just crazy, and watching my mom oh, yeah. hold my baby. Yep. And I couldn't help myself. I go, Mom, is this how much you loved me when I was born? And she was like, Exact question. This is the exact. Like she goes, This is. Uh, she goes, Everything. Uh, she goes, I loved you. And she goes, I go, because I was the third born. So I was like, mm-hmm. was it exactly like, she goes, it was exactly like this. She's like, I just couldn't stop staring at you. Although I've mentioned before, maybe Toots wasn't as fired up because I was two feet tall and weighed 11 pounds <laughs> and it was natural childbirth. It just keeps coming. <laughs> that, it just keeps coming out. It's never going to stop. It's like it's one like of a, those magician scarves. scarves. Yeah, yeah it just, just keeps <laughs> yeah. coming. Yeah. What there the? Okay, so how many are in here? 
That's oh. a big kid, no doubt about it. But yeah, I mean, Rudy, you you must think about that once in a while because you're so close to your daughter and all the rest of it. Why you have to ask yourself, why didn't they feel this? Yeah, you know, and here's the thing: like my dad's side of the family, every time I talk to somebody over there, they go, "Well, you, well, you just don't get it. He uh. didn't have love, and his parents." So it's just, and I'm what? like, "Well, that's that's bullshit." Because I didn't it get it from him, and I yeah. give my daughter all sorts of praise, and I don't know. I feel so differently because, like, even at, at a young age, like you just want your parent, whether it's you know mom or dad, you want them so much to acknowledge you yep. and love you yep. and praise yeah. you, and when you don't get it, I tried for so hard, and then finally when I hit like 41, I was like, why am I trying so hard with this guy? He never calls me. We don't, yeah. like, we don't get a birthday present. We never yeah. get a card or like a, hey, how you doing text? We get none of those things. So you know what? Piss on it. Why am I trying? I just I stopped. Yeah. It's not worth my time. I feel, I feel sad for my brother because he didn't have, you know, I think there's something about not uh, guys not having, I don't know. And maybe I'm the same way, but man, I know this sounds insane, but Beverly, my mom, Loved us enough yep. for both the mom yep. and the dad. I yeah, right. didn't. I don't feel like I had that ache. And you know, my dad wasn't some monster. He he just wasn't. I don't think he was ever meant to be a dad. He just mm-hmm. kind of you know. And then when they divorced, they just stayed separated. We saw our dad once a year, and like I think that was actually the way it was supposed to be. And so like you're saying that your birth ruined the family. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> when I was five. When that's was when I officially when I they realized <laughs> we're done. This this monster has there put us over am. the edge. But you know, there's something to be said. You have a mom that like I mean to this day I go, if my mom didn't love as hard as she did, I don't know what kind of mind frame I'd be like be a criminal, probably. I, I mean I still kind of am. Yeah, that's true. I forgot. You hold up banks, I forgot that's all about true. that. You know what I'm saying. we got to take a break here. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes right after this. Broken Lizards, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. Is it quasi or quasi? Quasi, as in quasi-modo. It is quasi. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just, because once they talk about it, it's quasi-famous. They don't ever say quasi-famous. They don't. No, you're right, no. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So, gotta find, so, mm-hmm. it's, so it's quasi. Quasi. Watch the movie last night. It is good. Yeah, I like those guys. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, and they're very good guys. We'll take a break. Be right back with Broken Lizards, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy right after this. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks. Regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know when our guests are ready. Oh, they're ready to go now. Broken Lizards, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy, ladies and gentlemen. Quasi, the name of their new film. Boys, I'm, I'm very, very happy you followed me over. I was on the same morning show when you guys were on it many, many times for 37 years. Left yeah. and moved over, came to this show, because now... Uh, it's 
streaming. I'm very, very happy, and I'm really happy that you guys are on. I love talking to you guys. Thank you. What's is it like? Thank you. Nah, it's just it's. Do you do I, any morning zoo? No morning zoo, man. I'm not a morning zoo. <laughs> Can you tell by the tone of my voice? I'm not a morning zoo kind of guy. If you know well, what I mean. You, you, you have a very sexy voice, Tom. Let's oh. just be honest here. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here with you, man. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, I saw your name on the docket. This, this, uh, your name's on the docket this morning. It makes me happy because I've had so many great conversations with you guys over the years. I want to hear about your new film, Quasi. Uh, so what's the latest with that? What's that all about? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, we wanted to make a period piece, and, uh, you know, we, we had made Super Troopers 2, and then uh, the, the studio wanted to make number 3, and we said, let's do a period piece in medieval France, you know, where we do funny accents and wear funny wigs. <laughs> and, uh, and, and all of a sudden, we're making a, uh, you know, a period piece, homage to Monty Python. Yeah, you know what? That's very, I'm, I'm really, really glad you kind of said that, because, um, yeah, Monty Python inspired a lot, a lot of great things. But you guys have as well, so I'm sure they're guys going, yeah, yeah. Thank God, thank God for Broken Lizard, right? <laughs> um, you know, we do have like on Instagram. There's a bunch of like young sketch comedy groups that I'm following, and like it's you know, sketch comedy is a, is, is a great uh, art form, I think, yep, yep. and it's just cool to to like see that it uh, it, it continues to live on. Um, but those, you know, Monty Python guys really, for us, were, were the first ones, you know? I think everybody kind of looks at it that way. Uh, I mean, they were, they were brilliant. But, I mean, look at, look, look, look at you guys where you are today. And, by the way, I do have to mention this, and I know every time I talk to you guys I mention it. I love Tacoma FD. I just love that show, always will. But could you tell people why it's Tacoma FD? Because there's a very specific reason why it's Tacoma. <laughs> well, when we made Super Troopers, the idea was we we had cops in a, in a desolate stretch of highway, so they're able to have some fun. Right. We, we decided when we made the firefighter show that we would put our firefighter show in the rainiest city in America, <laughs> so that our our firefighters would have some time to themselves to have some fun. And uh, you know, it makes it hard because then you got to make everything rainy. But you know, it's okay. It's hard to do that in LA. But. Um, but no, we, uh, I, everyone should know we, we finished the fourth season. We shot it, done. It's coming out this summer. Um, so there's a whole new 13 episodes of Tacoma FD coming out this summer. You guys did, I mean, first of all, your group is phenomenal anyway, but when you add people around you, do you all get a vote on that? Who does it? Cause you do, you guys do a really good job of picking people to bring on your show too. Um, you know, it, it's in that case, it's Kevin and I are, uh, are the sole creators of that show, uh-huh. and so you know we, we just we make all the decisions. And the nice thing is we 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 know a lot of funny people in the industry, and you know the the but also I think the show is really well regarded. Uh, you know the ratings are great, and the episodes are great, and so we seem to be each season that goes on. We have an easier time bringing people on. Like this season coming up, we have Tony Danza. Oh, I love that. As a guest star, it was phenomenal having him. But like, I think we tried to get him for season one and we couldn't. And but season four, he he came in and just destroyed it for us. So it's 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 been really cool. By the way, only you two Hunyucks would come up with this next line, which I'm going to read like it's a movie trailer. Okay. Okay. Their new film Quasi is a story of a hapless hunchback. 
yearning for love. A hapless hunchback. Where did you come up with that? <laughs> That's alliteration, Tom. That's it's alliteration. alliteration. That's right. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. Well, tell me all about it. I want to hear all about Quasi because, like I said, it's obvious I've been a fan of you guys for years. You've been on many, many times. Great to have you back again. So I want to hear all about Quasi from you guys. Well, it's based on, you know, it's a script that we wrote about 20 years ago when, when we wrote Super Troopers. And it's, uh, you know, it's kind of an homage to the days when we were a young sketch comedy group. And, and it's based on this character that Lemmy used to do, uh, a guy he used to work with in a record store. And um, just this lonely guy who would talk out of the side of his mouth. And we decided to build a, a story around this guy. Uh, and we said, what if you took a guy like that and put him in the worst predicament in the world? And so we put him between, you know, in a conflict between the Pope and the King, and he's got to get himself out of it. And we just thought that was kind of a funny premise or something. And we just built the script out of that. Is that what you guys always do? Because it seems like it's all always very fresh. Yeah, you know, I think, like, like with us, we have to make the other four guys laugh. All of us have to be laughing for it to kind of move forward. And that's, you know... Which is like, you know, any, any group of friends, you know, it's like if there's a joke that's out there that's like, okay, you know, maybe a couple guys will be laughing, but it won't get any traction with the whole group. But if there's something that's absolutely hysterical and everybody's laughing and it keeps generating more and more laughs, then, you know, that's, you've had yourselves a great conversation. And, and I think it's the same approach with, with all the movies we've made. Like Deer Fest is an example mm-hmm. of that, you know, like that concept. But this was something that, like, we always... You know, we couldn't stop working on it because we enjoyed the premise so much, and we enjoyed all the different characters. And you know, if you if you look at this movie, there's really there's so many plot twists and turns. And that's my favorite thing about it is it's really like a lot of people are saying it's our first real movie. Oh, because <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because you know, the previous movie was always about five guys who do something, and it's more like you know, kind of like situation based but it's not a traditional structure like this is about a guy and he finds himself in a terrible predicament and but there's a love story and then there's a buddy concept there's a relationship with him and his best friend and so it's like you actually have uh we actually have a real film structure here um and this guy goes through a lot to get to where he is at the end of the movie and i think that's what that is what works about it and how do people track down oh sorry i kind of talked over you what would you say and there's a lot of jokes in it, too. Well, see, now, I'm glad you got that out, because I kind of noticed that about you guys. You have jokes in your stuff, which, really, I, I, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we're just trying to make people laugh. So, uh, you know, you want to try to build a movie that gets, that allows you to just layer a bunch of jokes in it. And, and for us to put it in this kind of silly silly world with the, with the wigs and stuff, I mean, it just... I mean, we would stand on the set and we'd look at each other and just laugh and be like, I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> well, it's very entertaining. It's very, oh, look, I do have to tell you guys up front that I'm going to steal something of yours because I grew up Roman Catholic, but I'm not Italian. But I'm going to start pretending I'm Italian, and i got to steal the name Panisi because it's just too good a name. Um, it's funny. That's my sister. dated a guy in high school. His name was Vinny Panisi. And really? It, it, yeah, and and uh, and he looked like a Vinny Panisi, and um, <laughs> it's funny because when Kevin and I were pitching Tacoma FD, we literally brought my high school yearbook around just to show people that we weren't being immature and cheeky, 
We were like, no, look, this is a real last name here. I'm not kidding. Like, I had the post-it note, and we would just open up the yearbook. and um, So, you know, take it. Have it, Tom. It's, it's not stealing if we give it to you. But the great thing is wearing the name tag and then having the eye torn away from it somehow. You remember that episode, don't you? <laughs> We've done that a couple of times. We've done that. We've torn the eye off of that name a couple of times. <laughs> we have a couple of uh, uh, new good Benizi jokes in this new season, so. Oh, good. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for it. No, seriously, I doubt that you guys have a bigger fan anywhere in the United States than me. I've loved your work from day one. You know, and I think to tell you the truth, I'm being, I'll be serious for a moment here, Kevin and Steve. We really need you guys right now. We need to laugh because, my God, the laughs are, are getting thinner all the time. Nobody, nothing's funny anymore. Yeah, and you can't, uh, and sometimes you're not allowed to do things. Um, right that you should be allowed to do. Um, yeah, you know, our, like I was saying earlier, it's like, we're just, you know, like, like, we make dumb jokes for smart people and smart jokes for dumb people. That's always been our, our you know, our take on it. And uh, I agree. Yeah, we need to laugh. Tell jokes. Just have some stupid fun. I got I to gotta sit down in front of the TV at night and maybe I had a stressful day, maybe I had a long day, whatever. I want to sit down. I don't want to watch a drama. I want to laugh, and it's not that easy to do anymore. I mean, you can still find it, but uh, I, I just love the fact you guys step up and you, you take some chances, and that's why, to me, it's very, very funny. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the attempt, yeah. I mean, the attempt is, uh, you know, there's a lot of crying in, in movies and TV. We like to do the laughter instead of the crying. <laughs> I understand, no question. So how can people find Quasi? Quasi is available now on Hulu. It's streaming on Hulu. Came out yesterday, 420. Um, oh. It's Friday. It's opening weekend. And um, the movie's going to make you laugh hard. No, Rudy. Give it your review, Rudy. Uh, I saw it. It's getting 81% with the uh, audience on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And that is, it's so good. I, it, as I was watching it, I'm like, I couldn't tell where in the Broken Lizard lineage I would put this. I was like, because obviously Super Troopers number one, Beer yeah. Fest is number two. But Quasi, I put it at a hard number three. Really? For sure. Because wow. the last 10 minutes of this movie, it's a good movie, but the last 10 minutes, like I was, I was wiping the tears from my eyes. Well, I will be watching it. Kevin, Steve, please come back very, very soon. I love talking to you guys. Love your work. And I will be watching Quasi this weekend. So, yeah, you got to come to town, though, and come to the studio someday. That would be great. Yeah, we'd love to. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much, fellas. Have a good day. I knew they were going to cut him off right yep. there at 9 o'clock. <laughs> boom, gone. Yeah. <laughs> and we never heard from them again. No, that was awesome. I just – they make so many funny things, and they're just – I love that they're actually friends, and they mm-hmm. seem to get such a kick out of each other. I mean, you can tell with the oh, stuff yeah. they make, yep. they're joyful. So did you get the joke, why, when the eye fell yeah. off? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy's walking around, his name is Penis. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they were, like, carrying the yearbook around, going, yes. this is real, okay, we're mm-hmm. not ridiculous. That's phenomenal. There's uh, some really good Easter eggs in this movie. If you're a Super Troopers fan, ah. some really, really good, yeah, like, uh, just for instance, I'm not giving anything away, but, you know, in Super Troopers, Rabbit was the rookie cop. And in Quasi, the guy who plays Rabbit, Eric, is the rookie torturist in the torture chamber. Oh. So there's things like that. If you know Broken Lizard, you're really going to enjoy it because they just they happen to just drop these little tiny homages to the stuff they've done in the past. And, and where can you watch this? It's on Hulu right okay. now. That's yeah. what I thought. Mm-hmm. We're going to be watching Hulu. I'll probably watch it tomorrow night because the kids are the... the 
Alex is bringing the kids over to sleep to spend the night. Yeah. Um, so fun. So I can't watch it tonight, but I will watch it tomorrow night. Looking forward to that. And then my lovely wife gets home on Sunday. I'm going to have a big weekend. I have the kids and, uh, and the grandkids over tonight. I got uh, Super Troopers tomorrow night. Well, you know, quasi, but my, our guys. And then Catherine gets home Sunday. That's a big weekend for me. That's exciting. You see what I'm saying? You're doing a lot this weekend. I am very, very fired up about it. When the kiddos sleep over, when the grandkids sleep over, what time is the wake up? Uh, Fawn's always the first one that wakes up. Always. And she does she up. do her own thing or does she have to wake everyone up? No, she she's because she knows I'm already awake. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she comes downstairs, but she comes downstairs to watch TV with me, yeah. but she sneaks up behind me every time. <laughs> she's a quiet one. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she just loves to go, bop, bop. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Give you a heart attack. Indeed. It's very, very true. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.